Hello and welcome to Terrifying Robot Dog. I'm Jonathan Stark. And I'm Kelly Shaver. And we're here to talk about how technology is changing the way we interact with the world. This week, technology changed the way we control human beings on the internet. (laughs) (laughs) Please stay tuned. Terrifying Robot Dog is next. Shall we play a game? (laughs) Yeah, spooky Halloween exercise from uh, MIT Media Lab. Yeah, I wish I'd heard about this before Halloween. I would have participated. Yeah, no kidding. Me too. I wasn't doing anything at 11 p.m. Right. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, definitely back from carrying the jack-o'-lantern full of candy around our neighborhood by then. Nice, nice. I... You know, even when Kira was little and she would go out, we would never get much. I don't know if I live in like a greedy neighborhood or we just don't have, or if people are just canvassing a much larger area than we do. Because mm. it's a kind of a small town, but we would go like four or five blocks. Anyway. Oh, wow. Not important. Yeah, no, we get, our, our neighborhood gets pummeled because it's a lot of, a lot of, you know, sort of city neighborhood, lots of houses. It's like mostly mm-hmm. single family homes, but they're all jam packed. So you get a lot of bang for your buck traveling around. Mm, mm. Some of my neighbors even leave like, like they take their kids out. So they just leave a big basket of candy on their front porch. <laughs> well, yeah. And if you're the first person that comes along. Yeah. Jackpot. Honor system, hopefully. <laughs> uh, cool. So a uh, little quick bit of housekeeping. I can report that I have not seen a single ad for Blue Raincoat. Nor have I, which is a little reassuring. Mm-hmm. And however, I did have a bit of a weird thing happen the other day. Oh really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Kira was Kira was shuffling around the house all day uh, last weekend with Bohemian Rhapsody stuck in her head, <laughs> and so she was singing it constantly all day. And then later that night, I went to watch videos on YouTube, and I had a recommendation for Queen videos on YouTube. I, I, I do not listen to Queen. I we I yeah, it was just kind of weird. I think I have an explanation for this. Okay. There's a Queen movie. Oh, so you think they just randomly put it there because of the movie? Yeah, and she probably okay. was singing it because she heard about the, the movie. movie. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, I don't know if it's out yet or if it's um, if it's if it's coming out, but it's the I think the guy from Mr. Robot is Freddie Mercury. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, so I I think I, I don't think it's a conspiracy theory, but I do appreciate the weirdness of that. Yeah, it was it was a little weird. <laughs> It would make sense that if they just kind of randomly put it in there because the movie's out right now. But yeah. 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 I suspect that's it, what it is. It didn't otherwise align with my YouTube viewing patterns in any way, shape, or form. Understood. And and she had been singing it all day. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's catchy. Yeah. I love that band. Uh, cool. So the story is that the uh, is, you know someone from the MIT Media Lab put together a project where it was kind of like uh well how would you describe it it's kind of sounded like a almost like a massively multiplayer version of zork but with people <laughs> acting out the commands yeah with a little bit of a reddit flair because the you know like you've got th- uh, you know more than a thousand people saying do you know picking this command do this next type of thing break the coffee mug lay down in the hallway whatever mm-hmm. and then the the person but since it's not one con- person controlling it the commands get voted up and down and then the the person in real life acts out the one that wins 
the one, the, the popular one that wins. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which sounds very, uh, sounds laggy <laughs> as far yeah, as games yeah, go. Yeah, it does. It does sound laggy. I, this, this, re- and, and interestingly, folks, if you go to the show notes and you click on this uh, link to this article, it's fairly interesting. There's some other links to the Twitter feed for the project and the sort of results, but there's some related art projects that are sort of technologically based that are even creepier. I don't really consider this one to be too creepy. I mean, like, it's not a, once I started reading more about it, it's not as creepy as they made it out to be. Yeah. Nowhere near as creepy as that like AI reverse AI thing from two years ago that was like completely horrifying where like, like bird heads would show up in your living room and like, remember that? (laughs) Yeah. Oh yeah. The, um, dream, the, the nightmare machine, nightmare machine. That's what it was. Yeah. Yeah. That was creepy. That was creepy. Yeah. So this was an interesting experiment. I, I confess, but I didn't find it creepy at all. But it did remind me of a bunch of other things that I've seen or experienced that that are in a similar vein. It's like, what happens if you, um, what happens to the subject who gives up their free will to a hive mind on the on the a hive mind somewhere, presumably the internet? Mm-hmm. Like, I I would almost like to. But the most interesting interesting thing to me would be to interview the person, the people. There are two people, Winter and Neuro clear William Gibson references. Yeah. Who were sort of being controlled by groups of people on the internet to do things and they could either collaborate or they could compete. And it kind of sounds like the, it sounds like, um, it sounds like one of those things that is maybe a little bit more interesting in theory than in practice. Cause it actually sounds incredibly boring, <laughs> <laughs> but I would love to interview the actors who played the parts and find out if it seemed different than acting you know, did mm-hmm. it, cause in acting, you're sort of like, you're sort of giving up your free will to, <coughs> sorry, you're sort of giving up your free will to the writer, the script writer. Yeah. Yeah. And you're just doing what they say. And that sort of allows you to do things that you might not do in your normal everyday life, standing in line at Starbucks. You know, I, I remember reading in a, uh, a book, I'm a big David Sedaris fan. And he, somewhere I read that he, his sister, Amy, who's, I want to call her an actress, but she seems like so much more. But Hmm. she got, when she was a kid, she got arrested for shoplifting. And her parents were like, you know, you can't, why why were you stealing? You know, you can't be a thief. Uh, Being a thief is bad. And she was like, I wasn't, I'm not a thief. I was just acting like one. So she, she was sort of like, she drew a distinction between her, because of her motivation or, you know, whatever, she's probably just kidding. Cause yeah. she's also hilarious, but, um, <laughs> but there is that distinction of like, <clears throat> in this context of like, say theater, obviously these people are acting out some role that is not part of their normal life. Like, you know, whatever, Christian Bale, Batman, whatever. He's not like running around with like uh, little pooky ears on top of his head all day, presumably. <laughs> so, but this, this, but you know the script ahead of time. You can read it. You can decide whether or not you want to do it, I suppose. Right. You can put, you can add your own sort of like draw on your own experiences and, and what have you to enhance your performance of the role, get creative with it, yeah. be, be artistic, you know, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, but this is different. Mm-hmm. Script's getting written on the fly. And the, there were some boundaries, but they were pretty basic. Yeah. Um, yeah. Don't do anything illegal or that's going to hurt the actor. Mm-hmm. 
So you don't really get the, you have to kind of give up your, you know, if you're in obviously you could always just bail out, but if you're going to go with it and the pressure's on you to not ruin the whole experiment, then right. in a sense, you're giving up big chunk of your free will for the hour or two it takes. Yeah. That must be such me, a weird feeling. Yeah. That feels like the more, the more interesting side of it was, you know, how, how did these, how do these actors feel? Because like you said, there is a lot of, there's a lot of social pressure and uh, not wanting to screw things up for MIT media labs uh, <laughs> to, to not bail out in the middle of it when things get weird or uncomfortable um, and, and to keep going. Right. So, you know, if you, if like command, you go to a Starbucks and lay down on the floor, like, you know, you're not harming anyone. It's just, you're just weird. You're just like a weirdo. Yeah. Yeah. You know? And like, is that, I wonder if the feeling you know, imagine for myself, I'm not like the type of person to lay down at Starbucks for like an improv anywhere type of guy. Right. Um, or like that planking <laughs> meme <laughs> that went around, whatever that was called. Like, that's just not my, that's not my shtick. That would make me incredibly uncomfortable. And mm -hmm. I wonder though, if the premise was set up such that it wasn't my fault, air quotes, that I was being weird, if it would change the dynamic you know, like taking a, like you, I was walking down the street today and some lady is just like talking to herself like a crazy person. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I look and I'm like, oh, she's on the phone. Like she was out walking, but she had like those teeny weeny AirPods on. Set. Yeah. Yeah. And it was not initially apparent to me that she was not nuts because she wasn't speaking English. <laughs> and I, so I couldn't understand. It didn't sound like a conversation. She just like randomly started yelling. And right. I was like, uh, crazy right. person. <laughs> but then I got the context. But if you're, if you're like, you know, in this context of this online game, no one's going to like, no one's going to get like, oh, they're on the, oh, they're, oh, I know they're being controlled oh, they're by a thousand people on the internet. Right. 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 No one's going <laughs> to, I mean, maybe if it gets really popular. <laughs> right. It's like Pokemon Go. You'd see people like congregated in a field in the dark, like walking around with their phones glowing. And if you didn't know about that, and in fact, when that was still breaking, they were, you know, the police people department in the my area. On them. Yeah. Yeah. The police department in my area sent out a notice that if, you know, if you see teenagers walking around with their phones out in the night, it, it, they're playing a game. Yeah. You know, I was like, wow. Yeah, that's crazy. Hmm. I, see, I saw a couple of, I've seen a, a couple of movies that this reminds me of. They're sort of still, still pretty distant future dystopian type games. Yeah, and it reminds me of a book I read, but I can't remember what the book was. I don't know. Might it might have been. Do you remember the premise? Might have been something. Might, you know, I, well, the premise was someone going. So it was a future sci-fi thing. Someone sent to another world to participate in some game where they were being controlled. Hmm. And it was. I don't know. It might have been. Might have been something by by Ian M. Banks. It sounds like the type of thing he would do, but I don't remember. I don't even know if I finished the book. Mm. Like I, there's so little of it that I remember. And in fact, now <laughs> this is, this is kind of going nowhere because now that I think about it more, maybe I was just reading the back of the book. <laughs> <laughs> well, it reminds me a lot of a movie called gamer that, uh, what's his name? Gerard Butler starred in as it was basically mm -hmm. a running man kind of thing where, you know, life in prison type of, uh, inmates, every week are thrown into this. It's kind of hunger, hunger games too. It's like thrown into this yeah. um, sort of real world uh, halo type of map, but really in the real world. 
mm-hmm. and they run around with real guns. And at the end of the at the end of the match, if you're still alive, you move on to the next match. <clears throat> but they're not actually it, like with Running Man. The the person's actually fighting, if I remember correctly. Mm-hmm. In in Gamer, the each participant prisoner person is being controlled by someone playing a video game from the comfort of their own, you know, hover couch. Yeah. And because <laughs> the technology exists, you know, there's this sort of mastermind Bill Gates type of guy who created this uh, online, the technology that would allow you to remotely control someone's actions. Like, and they, they couldn't disobey. So like you were, you're sort of logged into their sensorium and could control their movements in a very direct way. So I feel like there was probably a Black Mirror episode similar to this too. Yeah, it sounds like it sounds like well, actually, well, the, the Black Mirror episode where they the text message thing is a great example of this. Oh yeah, in terms of, of yeah, just more social control yeah. rather than rather than some sci-fi technology type thing. It's just social control. Oh man, yeah, that's a and, good. And, yeah, that bridges the gap. That's really good. Yeah, I mean, it was basically blackmail. Right. The text, the the Black Mirror episode. Yep. Yeah, so like, so some blackmailer gets control of teenage kids' webcam, catches the kid doing something embarrassing, threatens to email the video to the school if he doesn't comply with, you know, do this thing. And everybody who's being bossed around by the blackmailer has only this teeny, teeny, teeny little piece of the overall plan. And almost none of the individual steps are really seem over the top. Yeah, and they end up knowing just a tiny bit about the other people involved. And so it's weird because they start forming these bonds with these other people because like, oh, well, we're all in this together. We have to do it to get through it. But then at the end, you find out that they're being blackmailed because they've done like like really just morally horrible or illegal things. Yeah, it's like the blackmailer sort of tricks them into these increasingly um, negative actions. Mm-hmm. So the blackmail just gets better, you know, so yeah. the control gets better over time. And in fact, I mean, this is really interesting. But so as a as a bridge, like a, a sort of uh, primitive hack to like a gamer type situation where the game, mm-hmm. the gamer situation, it's like connect, but you're jumping around and like another person is kind of pu- your pup. It's a puppet thing. Yeah. You know, like it's pretty directly a puppet thing. And um, but the black mirror thing, I mean, that that could literally happen now. Which is usually yeah, the scariest could, part about Black Mirror. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, it's th- actually kind of it's actually kind of more interesting. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. So yeah, it's like the direct the direct manipulation, the MIT thing is you get the sort of voluntary participant, and it's uh, mm-hmm. uh, more above board. I would say it's definitely less interesting. But right. um, it may be it may be it may put the actor in a couple of awkward situations, and it may feel weird to be in that situation and it is it is kind of interesting to see oh what is what's the group consensus because they they said at one point that like the group never seemed to really form a cohesive plan about how to do the thing but they ended up doing the thing and winning the game anyway and i mean that stuff's kind of interesting but i i don't know it still feels very it still feels very safe exactly Mm -hmm. you're not crossing any serious lines yeah it's the whole thing kind of reminds me of um it's not the same thing, but I, I, I was at a sort of this, uh, I don't know what to call it. It was sort of like a theater thing, but it was really more like a performance art piece. Yeah, performance mm-hmm. art. There you go. Where uh, this dude, 
on stage in like a diaper, just like, you know, not, not very many clothes on, uh, took a giant, um, I'm, I'm like looking at my hands, like making the size of like, uh, like, uh, grapefruit, Mm -hmm. which was like the circumference of this huge wad of wires. And they, you know, it was like this giant knot of wires and at, you know, the, like a car battery attached to them. And at one end of the wires was a button each, you know, there's probably, I don't know, there must've been a hundred wires. And at one end there was like a button. And at the other end there was a, a, like a alligator clip. So he goes on stage and they pass out the, you know, one end of the button end of the wires to the entire audience. And the other end the guy just affixes to his body. Like he's it's got like a weird Russian roulette. Yeah. And it was like, <clears throat> did all the buttons work or just one? No, they all work. <laughs> yeah. yeah oh, they wow, all okay. worked, but they're all going That's to a different place. Oh, okay. You know, so it wasn't like just one wire going to him. He had him on his shoulders and all everywhere, even under the diaper. So it was okay. like, yeah, this guy was hardcore. And, it was, I see now why he had the diaper. And <laughs> <laughs> not, not just a pair of gym shorts. You know, okay. I, didn't even, I didn't even think of that until you just said it. I, I'm, I'm guessing you're right and that he probably had experimented with this previously. <laughs> and uh, whoops. Whoopsie. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> oh, dear. Um, yeah. So it was sort of fascinating. This The situation was like, you could basically torture this. So like on the one hand, it's like if it was just one wire going to the mm-hmm. audience that you had, you probably, I don't know, you're going to press, maybe you press it once just to, just because they want you to, but I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to torture this guy or whatever. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but when it's anonymous, even though everyone's sitting right there, you don't know who's pressing buttons because you can't, right. you know, it's too subtle. So, you know, the guy would be like a bunch of people would do it and the guy'd be jumping all over the place and then it would c- calm down uh, it was just the weirdest situation. That's 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 so weird. Yeah, and and I mean, you got what if you got like that one jerk that has his thumb on the button the whole time? <laughs> you better hope that one's not under the diaper. Yeah. So it that's it, it made me think of that. Like this experiment made me think of that because it was a group, a big group of people, anonymously sending stimuli to mm-hmm. a single person. It felt very, very not similar, but it just it just reminded me. I was like, oh man. Yeah, that's that's wild. That is, you would have to be like very dedicated to your art. <laughs> yeah, and so the, and again, the interesting thing it's sort of interesting to have been in the room and know like the weirdness of being a participant. Like, I'm not. I don't want to hurt that guy. I'm not going to press the button. Did you have a button? Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Did I don't, you press it? I don't remember honestly. Huh. I'm sh- knowing me. I probably would have quickly pressed it once and, <laughs> and just been like, cause I'm so not, I mean, I, I'm like, I'm yeah, like see, one I, of those I, people that takes a spider outside. Yeah. I can't even, I can't even see you pressing it once. Uh, well, oh, here's, I'm, this is a lot, we're going back 20 years, so it's been a while, but okay. I'm thinking back okay. and I remember that it wasn't like, it wasn't terrifying. It wasn't like the guy was jerking uncontrollably it was more like little it was just zip, uncomfortable zip, 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 yeah yeah like a dog collar or something like a yeah. invisible fence <laughs> like that like that time i got pure got curious about the dog's invisible fence collar exactly and on walk to the mailbox yeah or exa- tried to walk to the mailbox exactly yeah right who hasn't anybody everybody i know that's had an invisible fence has done that has done that yeah 
So, you know, there's certainly a level at which the reaction is very minor and it's just a tickle and the guy sort of squirms. I mean, I punch people at karate every night. It's like, yeah, you know, I, it's just a question of the intensity. So I, I seemed, I think I probably pressed once. I do remember wanting to get out of there. I do remember feeling very uncomfortable about it, but then there was that weird, like, I don't want to walk out in the middle of a performance type of thing. Mm-hmm. I definitely was not grooving on it. It was not, it made me uncomfortable and I wanted to leave, but I didn't leave immediately. I remember waiting until yeah. an appropriate time, whether that was the end or somebody else left. Yeah. I feel like the, I feel like the purpose of a performance like that is to make you uncomfortable. Right. Yeah. And to, I, I'm curious, it is sort of curious to like imagine how savage the crowd is really. That's mm-hmm. sort of interesting, but I don't feel like, I don't know if it would be interesting, I suppose, if there was, if the data was tracked and you could like look back over it. You know, like how, you know, people it, press. It would be interesting. It would be interesting if this was the way we ran political debates. <laughs> right, right. Like American Idol, the vote, the vote by text only. It's like electrocute by text. Yeah. Um, the, the thing, the thing that I'd be most interested to learn, the, the person I most want to interview is the subject. Mm-hmm. And imagine like the emotional journey that happens there. That's the thing I'm most curious about, but it would be really cool to track the data and be like, you know, to see the kind of, I imagine it would look a lot like a weather pattern mm-hmm. where people are, you know, it's just like voting up the next command where the intensity and the, like, I just picture it like flashing, like thunder, I like thunder, like <laughs> lightning mm-hmm. kind of through clouds way. It kind of, kind of, intensifies and like shoots all over the place and is very it's like totally unpredictable but not without an apparent underlying design you know like i feel like a pattern would show up but it would be very hard to figure out what it was yeah yeah i feel like there'd be a pattern too but i don't know if you're gonna get it in a couple of hours on a halloween night no no no, yeah yeah. a thousand people sure no it needs to be more and this the whole this whole concept makes you want to i mean you could do the whole you could do this exact thing without a human and just have like a hundred thousand people online controlling the same like video game character video game character that would be that would be a lot easier to it feels easier actually yeah but i don't know if the responses would be as authentic because part of the part of i think part of the poll at, at least for maybe the troll half of the internet okay sorry maybe the troll 90 percent of the internet <laughs> um, <laughs> is the fact that oh i can make this real human do something and look like a complete idiot right yeah which is her, total, her. totally not in the spirit. Is that is wasn't yeah. there a wasn't there like a early internet netizen who dressed up like a chicken and you could make the chicken do stuff? My is it just a dream I had? <laughs> I don't know. It wouldn't surprise me. It wouldn't surprise me. I'm pretty sure. I, I'm not recalling it. I'm pretty sure there was a college kid who turned on his webcam and like I think you had to pay or there was some kind of. Mm-hmm. And you could make him do like slap yourself in the face, jump off the couch. He's just standing in his living room. There's only so much you can yeah. make him do. Right. I'll have to I have to link that up. I'm pretty sure I'm not making that up. <laughs> if I am, it might be a good might be a good second act for me. I could do like a career yeah. career change. Yeah, you a little side income at least. Yeah. yeah. Dress up like a chicken. So PayPal yeah, yeah. five bucks. Yeah, which goes straight into porn porn, right? Because that, that's a things, you know, like internet of uh, adult things, so to speak. Yeah. And that oh, was a, you, you, you completely missed my pun there. To, when I said to PayPal you five bucks. 
<laughs> yes, I did miss that. <laughs> I slipped that one in. <laughs> Good one. Too quick for me. You gotta, you gotta like yeah. do a little. But um, oh man. But that was that was a big theme of gamer where you could, you know, you could inhabit anybody's mm-hmm. senses and boss them around. It wasn't just the one Running Man game. You know, the one convict game. It was just like a thing you could do. So sort of like Ready Player One, where Ready Player One, you inhabit your own avatar in the virtual space. This was like you inhabit a real life IRL avatar. Yeah, you just kind of jump into them. Right. It was basically like a low income way to make money. So if you were on the lower income end of the spectrum, you kind of rent yourself out as a as a in real life second life character. <laughs> I feel like I'm kind of curious about this. Like, like it would be wild to have like a, a, a multiplayer game. Like maybe it's just a simple game like Pong, mm-hmm. but each paddle is controlled by like thousands of people. That would be a pretty interesting it, programming challenge. Yeah. Like, like when you get, um, it would be an interesting programming challenge. You'd have to, I don't know if it'd be that difficult actually. It's just measuring. Um, but yeah, it's, it's like when you get a bunch of people together in a, and on a Ouija board, Right. Right? Yeah, that's a great analogy. They kind of, they end up influencing each other and, and spelling out these words and, and things just to, just maybe even subconsciously because they're just, they're just all feeding into it. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. And I guess you're right. I mean, if you had like a thousand people with an up and down button and another thousand people on the other side with an up and down button, you just like. Just percentages. Percentages. Right. Oh man, that would be the laggiest. That would feel so awful. You just feel like, Ugh. <laughs> but then you, and then you get the trolls in there who are like purposely trying to miss. Mm-hmm. Man, that would be so. That would be boring. So you want to do a you want to do a fun project, <laughs> some project? That would be super boring to watch, but it would be. It would be wild to look at the data afterwards and see like find out what the what the the patterns were. Mm-hmm. Because it's kind of like, I mean, it's sort of like the school of fish thing. Like the whole thing turns as a unit, but they never run into each other. Like how how would you create, it would be interesting to be able to, oh, here's where it gets interesting. If there's anything you can do to influence the the group on each side to behave more like a school of fish and less like, I don't know, the inside of a vacuum cleaner. Yeah. (laughs) Or like a pink, like a popcorn machine. Right. To like coax the behavior into a direction. Oh man, that would be fascinating. I bet you could. I bet you the things that you could put on the screen that would make people uh, like would al- to, align yeah. their align their actions. That might be more interesting with something like a like a first person shooter or something. Yep. Yeah, pong is a little bit too straightforward. Yeah. Huh. I actually I I I'm in contact online with this guy that does sort of online polling with those games like mm-hmm. uh like you know what twitter polls you ever do a twitter poll or like which yeah. which harry potter character are you yeah sort of stuff like that i wonder if this would be because uh, you know feels like i'm there's lupin a, by the way you're what lupin Remus is that lupin. right oh he is one of my favorites yeah who's your anyway uh, yeah i know now i'm thinking <laughs> like i think my very favorite character in that whole thing is serious uh, not serious uh Snape. He's like the hero, basically. Yeah, yeah, he is. He is. Love that guy. It's kind of hard to de- to separate it from Alan Rickman, though, who's the best ever. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Kind of that which kind of loops back to our topic. <laughs> <laughs> like Way he, to bring it back. <laughs> yeah, he inhabited that character. Yes, he did. 
Huh. I don't know. So yeah, I mean, maybe somebody will forward this to the uh, MIT researcher in the um, link to in the show notes and they'll be and like, hey, that's a good can, idea. We can collectively make the terrifying robot dogs play tennis or something. <laughs> yeah. Did you see the video? The most re- I don't know if it's the most recent, but a recent video where the, the they've got the terrifying robot dog doing the Fortnite dance. Yes. Oh, man. <laughs> the creepiest thing about that is like, it's cute. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, <laughs> he's like bobbing his head. You're like, yeah, man, the dog's getting into it. Yeah. <laughs> a lot less terrifying when they dance their way up to. <laughs> <sighs> All right. I don't know if we exhausted this topic. I don't know if I. I yeah, I don't I don't know if we actually came to any conclusions. Um, I don't know if there were any conclusions to be to be made. Though, yeah. So. If you're going to electrocute yourself, put a diaper on first. Obviously. Yeah. There yeah. you go. Yeah. Moral of the story. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's a good place to leave it. Yeah. That's it for this week. I'm Jonathan Stark. And I'm Kelly Shaver. And we hope you join us again next time for Terrifying Robot Dog. Bye. Bye. Bye.